Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved mysteries and cocktails. Yum yum. Puts them together. It's for you. We do it for you. Everything we do. Hey, um, uh, Masood, have you listened with... to last week's episode that you weren't in? No, I haven't yet. Basically, no, no, no. It, uh, Suze and I didn't know how to start. <laughs> we were like, we were like, you know when... Um, if you like accidentally sat on your controller and you made yeah. Laura Croft run into the wall in Tomb Raider, that was what we were doing. <laughs> Just like, all oh, right, hey, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that's and then, and then Suze goes, "Oh, hey, it's Mystery on the Rocks time." <laughs> oh, hey, hello huh, there. Huh, we didn't huh? see you. It's like that um, oh, that big train sketch where Mark is it Mark Heat? Mark Heat is um, sat by the fire. Like, oh, hello, I've. I didn't see you there. We're going to talk about the budget. <laughs> you keep switching between wanting to talk about the budget with his pet duck. Oh, yeah. Or sat with it with his I, pet I really dog. Want the He's duck. Like, they try and get rid of the duck, really, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they're like, it's like the dog, it just feels a bit done. Whereas here with the duck, the duck can walk around, they can see the duck. He's <laughs> just super keen on the duck. Have we actually started the podcast? We we did, sort of. Um it's the true, it's the mystery podcast. Suze, Suze Kepner. Yeah, that's my name. Suze is being very sensible today. Yes. And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't want to flag. I don't want to ah, flag with my lurgy. So like, shall like, we start an episode? Which... I'm sorry, have we started? <laughs> have we started? I'm sorry, <laughs> have, we, have we started the episode? Um, sorry, boys. <laughs> and, sorry, fellas. And uh, bye, fellas. Uh, Christo. <laughs> See you, fellas. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. And I'm a Suze Milas. He's uh, back. How are you? I'm back. He's back. Back, baby. Back. I'm back, baby. Um, yeah. What's what are we all drinking, huh? Oh, oh. oh. So, start with you, Chris. Yeah. So I, I thought I'm gonna make a Manhattan, but it's kind of like a variation yeah. on it. It's a because I've used a uh, whiskey called La Chague, which is a smoky one. Um, Ooh, uh, nice. Instead of just sweet vermouth, I did sweet vermouth. And cherry cherry liqueur, but okay, not maraschino liqueur like a deep red cherry liqueur, like a like ah. a, a really quite viscous one. Oh mm-hmm. right, okay. Uh, and then chocolate bitters, so it's a cherry chocolate smoky Manhattan. Ooh. It's really nice. Wow, yeah, that wow. sounds fucking delicious. But I, I don't know what very I'd, cool. what I'd call it. Um, cherry smoke, cherry smoke. Um, for some reason, Smoky Doki came to my head. Oh, I, I like Smoky Doki. You... I like Smoky Doki an awful lot. Yeah. 
So it's, it's cool. really cool. I was I was thinking enough. Manhattan Nights. <laughs> oh, that's nice too. I like that. Yeah. I like that as well. I really Manhattan like that. Manhattan Nights. It also feels also feels like a game that you would walk past, a PS2 game you'd walk past at the video shop and always you'd pick up the cover so you don't yeah. know what to rent. You'd pick it up and go, oh, not today. One day though. For some I'll reason it it's out. always 50p cheaper than every other PS2 game. Is yeah. there a cocktail and then, called, I like Smoky Dokey. Manhattan Nights is really good. But is there also a cocktail called Hell's Kitchen? Because it's another area of New York, isn't it? So not yeah. Manhattan, it's just yeah. Yeah. with a bit isn't, more character. Isn't it healthy. like uh, where a lot of like, where these blue-collar guys who in Scorsese movies, they're often from Hell's Kitchen. Ah, there is a cocktail called uh, Hell's Kitchen, which has Canadian whiskey, Amaro, sherry, lemon juice, and cane syrup. That sounds chilled, really nice. Um, soda water. It does that sound nice. nice. I wonder if they do it at Freud's, if we went in and asked for it. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to know what I'm drinking? Uh, yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. All right. So, um, not to sound like Alan Partridge, but I love a mint options. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, I wonder what I could do with a mint options to posh it up and make it a little bit more evening. So, what <laughs> I've done is I've made a mint options, as you would, and I've put with it, I've topped it up with a little... Mascarpone. <laughs> oh. Stirred in, <laughs> stirred okay. in some mascarpone and added some dead man's fingers tequila. No. Nice. Oh, very nice. Because it made, because remember, Chris, in Freud's, we had an Aztec. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And it was honestly, it was so delicious. I thought I was going to pass out how nice it was. I can't wait to have another one and we're going to. Um, an Aztec being like uh, a, it's, they, I think they used chocolate powder, didn't they? Mm. It's chocolate and tequila, basically. It's so good. Oh, okay. So good with a little spice. I haven't got spice, I've got mint. So I thought, well, I'll put tequila in it. It'd be like an Aztec. And this is lovely. Oh, good. So, and Options is bullshit. Options is like super low-cal hot chocolate. Yeah, I'm just reading about, reading the re- uh, the reviews on the Tesco uh, website. And mint Options. And everyone hates it. <laughs> I, love a, I love a Mint Options. But... Um, what? Why change a good thing? Used to taste good back in the 90s, but this new formula is pants. Too salty. What? They're lying. It's great. Yeah. Why have they lied? I don't know. Big big Cadbury stepping in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've made a mint options, put some mascarpone in and put some dead man's fingers tequila in. It's a special nice. kind of tequila. Which one is it? It's the Cornish tequila. Oh, it's the one that we were... Reposado. Yeah. And it's so nice. And I think I'm going to call it... Uh, oh, what can we think of for a name for it? I don't know. I don't know. Is there a mint and tequila cocktail? Because a mojito is mint and rum. Yeah. Mm. So mint, it's coffee. chocolate, mint, and tequila, basically. Hmm. And cheese. Mm. Mas- mm. And cheese. Maha- 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 what the fuck? M O G I T A R I T A. So smash margarita and mojito together. Uh. Right. Maharita. No, I'm gonna. I, I, I need something about the chocolate and the mint. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's like. Do you want chocolate with your mint cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mascarpone is cheese, isn't it? Yeah. But it's basically just cream. Yeah. No, I yeah. Do I like chocolate with your mint cheese? <laughs> chocolate with your mint cheese. There you go. Fine. Done. Done. Masood, what are you on? <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I just, I just, I just thought I'd roll back to a classic. I'm doing. I got a little gin sour on the go. Here. Oh, nice, mate. Yeah, nice. Yeah. The suit always says, oh, "Just a very simple, takes prep with the egg whites." Like, 
Your idea of a simple cocktail isn't the same as everybody else's, I don't think. It's true. Because ah, my idea of a simple cocktail was literally just that, just stirring three ingredients but see, but together. That, and... But that's a fairly intricate cocktail, and it's the flavours that are going on there that are really, you know, you, you were sort of you know, dancing um, around with the... You know how I said, and then I just added a ch- uh, some chocolate bitters? It's not yeah. strictly true. It was more a bit, it was a bit like uh, a flaming mo where lighting it on fire made it good because yes. i i tried it with just the 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 cherry liqueur the vermouth and the whiskey and i was like yeah that's all right i'll try that and then it brought it like just those See? just those three dashes of bitters really boom, yeah. like it it leveled up see that's i think that's pretty intricate that's sort of you're in that it's like you know when people cook without a recipe book but they can cook <clears throat> not like some people i know who do it and they're like Ugh, and you're like wow your roasties look like they just you just cut them and had them look at the oven and then you took them out and gave them to me. Mm. Um, it's bad, isn't it, when you really... get disappointing roast potatoes? It's enough to ruin my week. Now yeah, especially as like I, I can nail roast potatoes and I'm not some great chef at all, but I, think, I can nail a roast yeah. potato. So I just think there's no excuse. I think disappointing roast potatoes, it's like, just, just mash, just mash them. Yeah. This would be less embarrassing. I'd rather have, yeah. yeah. I'd rather some nice creamy mash with mascarpone yeah. in it. Yeah, just... <laughs> Put some mascarpone in your mash. It's probably nice. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd do that. I'd, you know, I'd give that a shot. Anyway, what what have you got for us Chris, today, Chris? What do you have for us today? Well, uh, uh, Masood, if you'd have turned up last week, you will have known that the Cold War is over now. The Cold War is over. Hooray! Good news, everybody. The Cold War yeah. won. <laughs> um, ah, finally those capitalist pigs will Art pay for their credits. <laughs> what I thought we'd do is go through... I mean, because obviously that means we are now near the end of the season. You know? Yes. yes. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd pick a few sort of like big things that will take us to the end of season five. Uh Lengthy trek through geopolitics, war and espionage of the 20th century. But I thought yes. I thought this one as, as like a palate cleanser for the end of the Cold War before we move on to other bigger hitters. So I don't know. You can call this what you want. It's got several names. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Zippergate uh, or the, the standard <laughs> Sexgate, which I think is a bit vanilla. Sexgate? Yeah. Tailgate yeah. is another one. <laughs> which is true i didn't make that up it's one of the names for it um yeah uh but most people will probably know it better as uh lewinsky gate ah yes It always strikes me as odd that Gate gets added because the hotel is called the Watergate. Yeah, and it's the Watergate scandal. It wasn't. It wasn't just water, and they're like, we got to put a gate on this. Yeah, <laughs> and I know. It doesn't. And then everybody always has to be like, well, I, I guess though, because the Watergate scandal just a scandal by itself, but yes, was so such a, like a heavy name that became synonymous with scandals. People just have to put Gate on the end of stuff. Yeah, I guess it's like a familiarity thing. You go, you go Gate, and everyone goes, oh, it's a callback to that. Mm. Yeah. What do you call this scandal, Suze? What's your preferred name for it? Yeah, Lewinsky Gate. It because her she's she's all like I'm really glad we're talking about this. Mm. Uh she is always my main focus when we when I talk about this. I'm really fascinated by the whole thing culturally and there's a there's a real thing at the moment in 
popular culture, which I think is is good, of this looking back at, at 90s women who were Shamed. basically scapegoated, yeah, to mm. make society feel better about itself. And yeah. I count her, there's her, there's Monica Lewinsky, Tonya Harding, and um, Marsha Clark, who was um, the uh, city's, the, the head of the prosecution team for OJ. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, like, yes. she, her, she, she got absolutely, she got made a laughing stock. Um, Tonya Harding got made to, you know, uh, she's well, this redneck this, psychopath, yeah. and uh, Monica Lewinsky is a damn slut, right? And these are uh, women from the nineties who, over the last five years or so, have we've they've been recontextualized for us, and we've got to know their story, and I think it's important. Because suddenly you're like, oh, Marsha Clark was a very brilliant lawyer. And yeah. Tonya Harding, um, I, as far as I was concerned, Tonya Harding smashed up Nancy Kerrigan's leg herself. Uh, and it, it, that's like, what it, the more that's you hear how, about that's it, the how more... most people remember that, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, we it was, all think it was, we saw it. Like, yeah. um, and the more you it hear like about it, the, thing, more, it? the yeah. more it sounds like she actually had no idea it was even happening. Yeah. Um, her, um, it was her awful husband was involved with all kinds of shady cunts, uh, but and and Monica Lewinsky I think is the most famous of the three. Well, mm. with not necessarily with Marsha Clark, but mm. with Tonya Harding and definitely Lewinsky, um, their age is important I think because yeah. mm-hmm. Lewinsky was only what twenty four. Twenty four, yeah. When was she born? Younger, twenty two. When I she, she was, 22. oh, when yeah. they started the affair, yeah, 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 um, yeah. But because uh, this the scandal was ninety eight, I want to say, but I yeah, think... it was over by the time the relationship was was over by the time that it it got out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's odd because I remember. So I was, I'm a little younger than you guys, so I remember it being on the fringes of my reality, and like I was beginning mm. to understand that, and it was it was there. So it's odd being mm-hmm. a person who was who was aware of it and saw it kind of as a young as a young person from the way that society was pushing the scandal to the public right Mm -hmm. and so the way that was being done was like here's this woman she's seduced the president how could she and it's like and then and you think about it and you think that's not possible (laughs) like as in like not not possible as in like the way that they told us doesn't make any sense it's completely ridiculous when when i was it came out when i was 13 and with how it was being talked about everywhere, I soaked some of it up. And mm. my memory of it is this fat, ugly idiot um, sucked the president's dick and was crazy. That's like, that's that, what it Because that's, that's what, what we were was. given. That's yeah. what we were fed. And uh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I, I see pictures of Monica Lewinsky. I'm like, She's gorgeous, and also she got a job as an intern at the White House. Yeah, that's not easy, especially as especially with such a popular, cool new um, administration like the Clinton administration. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, he the played Democrats sax. were back. He was in, in the power. Animaniacs. He was oh, he yeah. was the he was the cool new hip young hot president. Like he was yeah. sort of the closest thing they'd had to Kennedy in thirty years. Um, Everyone wanted a job in the White House, and she got yeah. one. Yeah, um, they, 
She wasn't. Are we including the fact that he and Kennedy also banged a lot of people? Are we ah, going to cover that? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Bill Clinton fancied himself as a bit of a Kennedy in that way. Well, uh, um, yeah. It kind of, the way it bled into popular culture as well. It mm. kind of you only you only needed the shorthand and no one questioned it afterwards. So like, there's mm-hmm. does anyone remember? I can't remember which song it was, but the Eminem music video where he is as Clinton. He moves away from oh, the podium, yes. and then a Lewinsky lookalike comes from under the. Oh right! Under the yeah. okay. There's a line about the stain on yeah. the dress as well. Yeah, I think right. it's the same track. The yeah. Lewinsky lookalike comes from under the lecter, sort of like wipes her mouth and then walks off. Right. And it's like, okay, and your opinion on this? It was literally mm-hmm. just sort of like, oh, this will get a laugh because it's just happened. But mm-hmm. the joke mm. is sort of on the the basically, you just look at the image. You've got. Cool, Mr. President, getting his dick sucked, and then the sheepish, embarrassed woman that did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is, and this is the thing: is like this is everybody is making this joke yes, all the time. There were books. Everybody, of Clinton Lewinsky joke. jokes because someone at my school had one. <laughs> Fuck. It was just hell. a book of jokes about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Did wow. you? And some of them were recycled jokes about being dull oh, yeah, from Arkansas just... and shagged sheep and stuff because he yeah. was the governor of Arkansas. Um, I remember this book being passed around when I'd be like 13, 14 at school. Mm. Um, yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Okay, so basically for those of you that might not be aware, uh, this was a scandal <laughs> that led to uh, the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Yes. Yes. Uh, and most people thought that impeachment meant like... You lose the presidency. Stripping him of power, yeah. Yeah. When that's not the case at all, as we know. An impeachment is just a, a trial. Yeah. Yeah. It's because um, Nixon left office after his impeachment, wasn't it? And that's why people think it means... I he, see, uh, he actually... Yeah, he yeah. Could, yes, because I think the fact is he he was had had it explained to him that you've been impeached and now they will be able to investigate and strip you of the... Yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because he's like, yeah, because I got, I got tapes. I was just pressing record in the Oval Office. I don't know why I was doing it, but I was doing it. <laughs> So basically, Lewinsky was hired as uh, an intern uh, and later an, a, an employee, but she was hired mm-hmm. as an intern in 1995 during Clinton's first term. Yeah. And he began a personal relationship with her while she was working there. She confided that to somebody who secretly recorded the conversations, mm. uh, which mm. is how it came out. Cause I want to take a second... To say to say this right now, I'm I'm gonna be as maybe this is gonna sound awful, but it's like let's think about it for a second, right? I remember young me. Okay, imagine I get to work in an office with a powerful person. All right, I I think about it as like from a pure human level, it's like imagine that. Imagine the most powerful person is like, hey, you want to hang out? You'd be like, ah, oh, I'm and cool. they're your. It's like they're your hero as well. She yeah. wanted to work in the White House. For uh, a reason, she yeah, was obviously, like... yeah, she was obviously very interested in politics. She was, um, she wanted to work for that administration, and the literal president is saying you're very special. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, sure, let's hang out, let's do it. I like, and I think also, you sort of, you know, you, you want to tell someone. Of course, you want to tell somebody. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine the. Well, you yeah, the I mean, their relationship sounds fucking horrible. They oh, would, it was awful. They would yeah. meet. They obviously uh, it wasn't. Um, like I want to say Parliament, it's not Parliament, but like the Senate, the government had basically shut down in America. Oh right, and uh, so nothing was happening, but all these interns had basically taken over the building. 
So it was wow. people. People were like essentially running riot in the in building all these interns, and they're all young. And Clinton's there with nothing to do, and she. So there's something. There's something like she. She's described it. She said, "Well, should I? I. She basically she fancied him anyway. And then she saw him, and he gave her a look like nice. And <laughs> she. She says she like lifted up her jacket to show that she was wearing a thong. So obviously that was poking out of her trousers a little bit. Um, yeah. So she. She says she did that, and he was like, ah. and. Then they would just get talking. They were always flirty. And then one night they kissed. And another night she was just... And she'd be in the office and she would, like, say, oh, I always had a crush on you. Um, so she, she always says, like, he took advantage in the fact that he was the one with all the power. He was the older yeah. married man and she was young. She said, but um, she, she said, I wouldn't want to put myself in uh, this, like, a me too. She said, I right, wouldn't right, categorise yeah, yeah. it as that. Um However, like, what the fuck? What was he fucking doing? Grow well, up. that's the other thing. Too. That's up, the other thing I want to say as well. Stupid cunt! Like, is like, at the, the 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 flip side of this too is like, you're the fucking have some responsibility. You're the fucking Grow president, man. Up. And like, just fucking. And your you... wife is Hillary Clinton. Have you seen Hillary Clinton? She looks hot now. It's mad. <laughs> I don't understand he, how he. You were punching just... with your own wife, mate. There's some real. Um, uh, yeah, it's a real terrible some, allegations against. I've heard some Clinton. some supremely ugly stories. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, who knows whether they're true or not? It doesn't sound like that's what he did with Monica Lewinsky. But he certainly no. treated her incredibly badly. Uh, that sort of, you know, the the great. He saw himself as the great seducer. Mm. Yeah. Um, so he would see himself as like, I'm so charming and wonderful. So he'd shower you with praise and you know and that, i guess that makes it for a good president as in like a good president oh fuck yeah imagine because then it means you walk into the room and you shake everyone's oh, hand oh like, i bet he remembers everybody's names i bet he's yeah. excellent at all that um and yeah i prefer him to george hw bush whose seduction techniques seem to be like he'd go who's your favorite magician grab a woman's ass and go david copperfield <laughs> oh, you heard God. about that yeah no. so he was but always, I, he was but, always doing that but from you Suze. So until I hear a second source. <laughs> <laughs> he did do that and it was hot. There's <laughs> just various women who were like, oh, yes. More like, more like 60 nice. Oh, God. More <laughs> like 60 nice. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. <laughs> Right, what about if Bill Clinton... Right, say you are a Democrat. Yeah. Which Masood isn't, obviously. He's a staunch Republican. Of course <laughs> but, I am. Yeah. Uh, but say, like, say... Okay, right, imagine. It's the mid-90s. You've got a job working in the White House. Obviously, like, you've got this cool new president. And he goes... Oh, he's, a cool, he's so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> and he goes, hi, Masood. And you're like, oh, hi, Mr. President. <laughs> and he goes... And he goes, hi, hi, Masood. And you go, oh, hi, Mr. President. Anything I can help you with? And you're not thinking anything like saucy's going on. But yeah. he goes, he sits on the edge of the desk and he's like, hi, Masood. You know, 69. And you're like, oh, Mr. President, I know it's a thing. You sure? And he goes, more like 69. And then he left the office. Oh, then he... 
<laughs> and then he just walks out. He, he winks his trouser leg up ever so slightly, shows, just to flash a bit a of ankle. He's got a sock suspender. Yeah. He's got sock suspenders on. And Masood's like, <sighs> you know when like, you're just like, oh, I can't catch my breath, it's so hot. Yeah. You do and that. I call, I call you two, I'm like, guys, guys, <laughs> I was just at work. Oh my God. Um, and we, and me and Chris are recording it. <laughs> it's like, why set... is Bill Clinton coming to that Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, hey there, young man. And I call you a whopper. Oh, how much is that? Sixty-nine. Four, four sixty-nine. More like sixty-nine. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Masood's <laughs> like blushing. Oh, I think it would be like okay. So basically, we can see how Monica Lewinsky fell for it. Oh yeah, hundred. Yeah, that, that was his, that was um, his gambit. More like. But they had good chat. That was the other thing. Like, right? They 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 got on, and obviously they had chemistry. So mm. I can understand uh, uh, someone in their early twenties. Her hero is essentially giving her a good chat and he bought her like a poetry book uh, yeah. and she considered it like the most personal special gift she'd ever received so this went yeah. on for a few months like when Chandler got Joey's girlfriend the Velveteen Rabbit oh yeah it was like that <laughs> but did you know they never had full sex Lewinsky it's really interesting because she had to like so describe everything did. they did no, they didn't either. I think they did actually. Um, but they had. She had to describe for. Was it the FBI? She ended up having to describe uh, so, their entire oh, relationship. What happened? So, the, so her, she's recorded, and then well, yeah, the no, she confided to somebody who recorded the uh, conversations illegally. Yeah, um, I think this woman, uh, Linda Tripp. Linda Tripp. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Who I don't think is a very nice person. <laughs> uh, dead now. Yes, she died this year. Did she? Did she, uh, she used to work in ago. the White House? And she worked she in the Pentagon. Fired. They ended oh, no, the up moving Lewinsky to the Pentagon. Yeah. Um, and that's right. Clinton was like, "When this all dies down, we'll get you back to the White House." He lied, and he would call her every few weeks. He'd call her. And she, and she he's on the phone, he's on the phone. Linda Tripp got demoted, didn't she? She was working in a fairly high position. She got yeah, moved or I, Yeah, or was expecting a promotion that she didn't get. And yeah. Linda Tripp was sort of, she had very interesting ideas about her own importance in the yeah. world. So she well, she ask, didn't disclose, she didn't disclose this or share the recordings until mm. January 1998 when she discovered that Lewinsky had sworn in the Paula Jones case denying a relationship yes! with Clinton. That's when yes. she then... Shit, right. Yeah. When, oh, actually, I've got this. Yeah. See, now this is strange because also, I guess, that supersedes legal... I mean, it, it feels like it shouldn't. It feels mm. like it, if it's illegal, it should always be illegal to record mm-hmm. somebody. But then but she, somehow... Well, she turned them over... Because it counts as the affidavit, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Is that why? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. She turned them over to uh, Ken Starr, who is the independent counsel, already investigating Clinton on other matters, including the Whitewater scandal and the FBI files controversy. So okay. the Whitewater scandal was uh, an investigation into the real estate investments of Bill and Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the Whitewater oh, Development Corporation. It was a failed business venture incorporated in 1979 with the purpose of developing vacation properties alongside mm-hmm. the White River in Arkansas. Uh, so they were investigating that. And then also the... Uh, Okay, so the FBI files controversy was also known as Filegate. Uh, Filegate? Uh, yeah, and it came to light in 1996 around improper access in 93 and 94 to FBI security clearance documents. Okay. Craig Livingston, who was the director of the White House's Office of Personnel Security, improperly requested and received from the FBI background reports 
containing concerning several hundred individuals without asking permission. So Clinton was being investigated for his parts in those by Ken Starr. Right. Ken Starr was the man that Linda Tripp turned the tapes over to. Yes, yeah. then obviously so this lands on his desk to and that becomes becoming public knowledge. And the whole thing is ridiculous. Obviously. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. What has increasingly was increasingly bothered me over the years is how the more you find out about it, the more you're like, oh, this ruined Monica Lewinsky's life. Like, she might not still be with us. She um, she became a laughing stock on late night TV, uh, in every magazine. The news was nothing but Lewinsky for months. And yeah. uh, she talks about her... her she, had to, she went back to live with her mother, who would make her shower with the door open because she wouldn't allow her to be shut in any room because she thought she was going to kill herself. Jesus. Um, there was, Lewinsky was there, suicidal yeah. over this, you know? Well, yeah, of course. Because her I life mean... got... She was made a... She was humiliated so completely. Around the world. There, over it wasn't and just over America. Because it, it, yeah. it was around the world. Yeah, we all knew it. We all knew it. I knew yeah. exactly what she looked like. I remember when they unearthed this footage of her... So I guess Clinton was on the campaign trail in 96 hmm. and they said, oh, look, here's a his video of them seeing each other. And he sees her oh. and, and goes, oh, in, a, in like lo- people all lined up to see him at a campaign event. And she sees him and goes, ah, and he's like, oh, hi, and gives her a hug and then just keeps walking. Um, and I remember that footage being played over and over Jesus. and over 20 more, nearly 25 years ago I, and I didn't really know what it was but I was like oh and they saw it as like evidence that they'd had a relationship mm. so what that was was obviously before the affair was over or anything but she'd been moved to the Pentagon she hadn't seen him for a while and she went and waited at this campaign event she says she stood six hours in line in heels to see Jesus. him um, just to see him yeah and um it's kind of painful to hear about that now. She obviously, mm. she lived for a moment where she'd get to see this guy who didn't give a shit who she was in love with. Like, that's humiliating enough. And then to have that replayed over and over again well, with everything you've, everything you've ever said about your sex life with him being replayed everywhere and everyone going like, ha, 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 dumb, ugly slut. Yeah. Being said by everybody. I, it yeah. must have been horrific. It's uh, like one of those, and I think it was definitely one of the earlier versions of like people getting dragged through the mud on the internet. Mm. It was, like, oh, yeah. Very early. That, it became it, like, like a meme. I did not have sexual relations yeah. with that m- woman. Yeah. It was memeified. Like, yeah. That's right. Before yeah. there were memes, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I guess before there were internet memes. I think the term, apparently I found out because I do the New York Times crossword. Are you a bit too, I think you'll find me. I think you'll find. Um, <laughs> the word meme actually is very old. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah, apparently, I didn't know this until about four weeks ago. Um, but it's like an old idea, the idea. Like, what the idea of what a meme is. That meme's an idea. New. Like, a meme's an old, an old word for sure. Like mm. yeah. a, me- a meme is like a just a. It's just the way it's being delivered now an is very much idea, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, it, mm-hmm. it then came to me mean this uh, short form. Yeah, I guess like jokes. Yeah, it. it's an idea that spreads yeah. by means of imitation from person to person. So that's why mm-hmm. it became known as. That's why they gave that word to. 
memes. I yeah. see. It's, hey, and I, ooh, what were you going to say? Well, it's interesting because you know, you know what dropped the story first, like all that made it sordid and really put this on the map was uh, old, um, what's his name? The Drudge Report guy. Is he called Mike Drudge? No, Mike Judge is the guy. Hang on. <laughs> Mike the guy Judge is ran... the guy who did King of the Hill. Yes. <laughs> the Drudge Report, Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge. Well, Matt Drudge. I mean, you change your name because Drudge is that, that's just I, I I know it's not, but it feels like it's synonymous with garbage. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so so in nineteen ninety five, in nineteen ninety five, the Drudge Report had a thousand email subscribers. By ninety seven, he had eighty five thousand subscribers. He gained popularity in the late nineties after a number of stories which he reported before the mainstream media. Blah blah blah. Um, that's right. Yeah. In 98, he gained popularity when he published the reporting of then-Newsweek reporter Michael Isakov becoming the first media outlet to publish the news that later became the Lewinsky scandal. Mm. Um. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. He broke it uh, on January the 17th, 1998. Which is super, super quick. Yeah. Because in January 1998, that's when Tripp discovered that Lewinsky had sworn Mm. in the Paula Jones case. So Mm -hmm. we're talking days after that. The yeah. Report what a, what well, a thing for her to go through. Oh, yeah. It's it's also, the sort of start of this idea of the news being, yeah, of it being the scandal versus yeah. the facts mm-hmm. coming out first and all yeah. of that. I well, mean, not that it's the first time, it's the first time, it's an earlier time that it's done on the internet again, where it's just like, the people need trash, so give them trash. Before, <laughs> yeah. before Trip had even recorded any conversations, which she did actually at the uh, suggestion of a literary agent called uh, oh uh, Lu- god she was obsessed with a... having a book out yeah, yeah. so she wanted to write she a did... book that's right yeah so what so uh, Lewinsky was confiding in Trip about her relationship mm. with Clinton and then Trip persuaded Lewinsky to save any gifts that Clinton had given her and also not to mm. dry clean the dress keep it as an yes. insurance policy she had it in a bag in her closet didn't she so yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that was a trip suggestion and then she reported the conversations to literary agent lucianne goldberg who advised trip to then start recording them which she started doing in september 97 uh, mm-hmm. and then goldberg also convinced trip 
to take the tapes to Ken Starr in the first place uh, mm-hmm. and bring them to the attention of people working on the Paula Jones case. Mm. Do you know what the Paula Jones yeah. case is? Well, Paula Jones accused Clinton of rape. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yes, and she and that that case was which I remember this. Does yeah. by the way kind of explain a little bit why uh, Tripp was advising Lewinsky to keep certain things because yeah. do you know what I mean? So like Mm-hmm. Right, While yeah, yeah, Tripp yeah. Because was acting Paul, out of self-interests for sure at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bearing in mind, because the Paula Jones case was an accusation of rape, mm. you could argue that maybe Tripp was also like, "Be careful, Monica. Keep these just in case mm. and stuff." Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can. However, the victim in all this did end up just being Monica Lewinsky. A hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's when. In the fall of 97, Goldberg began speaking to reporters, including uh, Iskoff of Newsweek, about the tapes. And it was in the Paula Jones case that Lewinsky had denied any relationship with Clinton, which then caused Tripp to give the tapes to Ken Starr, Mm. which then broadened the investigation to include Lewinsky and the fact that Lewinsky had committed perjury. So I think, would, would it be argued then that it's like, that's probably why... You've got that that perjury accusation, right? And so then, well, Lewinsky did go, lie. Oh well, uh, yeah, in denying yeah. the relationship with uh, with Clinton. Yeah, but I mean, think but about at it the same well. time, it's like you're not going to fucking tell everybody. He's the fu- you just like no, well, yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't fucking say a word. Like, and, keep my fucking mouth shut. And she had to, she she had to record then everything they'd done together. In yeah. And and say whether in like under questioning, and she thought she might go to jail because they'd sort of told her you might. <laughs> yeah. Like well, yeah. it must have been so horrendous. Uh, she had to appear before a committee. You should think about it. You're in your like your early to mid twenties, having to answer questions about your sex life with the president. Uh, the well, yeah, and the sex earlier. life pertaining to career as well, which is yeah, a big, yeah, a big thing. Because um, that's the other thing as well. It's like, that's it. After mm. this, like, she could have, and I guess we'll get to where she is at now. Yeah. Um. At uh, later on, but like, you know, imagine as you said, it's like after that, you're like, yeah, you take the shower with the door open because. Yeah, because like, well, you, what, you, what, like, you're suicidal, and your mum's like worried you're going to kill yourself. There's, she, yeah. she, uh, when she ended up giving all this evidence to the committee, including the dress, or. Yeah. yeah everything yeah. like and she had to talk you know she had to answer all the questions and the every um account of it suggests that by the end of it they were completely won over by her she was obviously very um she's she's funny she gives interviews now and she's funny yeah she's funny um, on twitter yeah she's yeah. really funny like she's got a really good sense of humor so this committee were like by the end of it were like ha 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 she's they mm. liked her and they said is there anything else you'd like to say and she was like uh i hate linda trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> i really like that <laughs> oh that's funny um and linda yeah. trip went into the committee thinking time to be very important and they were like why did you do that to your friend that's not very nice is it yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. it's like i say there's no question that she was acting out of self-interest but yeah if the clint is still a piece of shit with the paula jones case being about rape yeah. it's like i say you could make the argument that it started off with with the best of intentions well yeah. a, 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 like a, a germ of it i think yeah mm. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, she thought about it for even, a second even then, then i might be being kind but 
um, but the Drudge Report basically found out that Newsweek was sitting on it. That's mm-hmm. that's when. Oh, so that's yeah, why he yeah, dropped yeah. it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it broke four days later, so January the seventeenth. It was on the Drudge Report. Four days later, in the mainstream press, in the Washington Post, it went around for a couple of days. But Clinton was very, 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 very quick to deny it. Yes. But the questions didn't mm. stop, so it grew louder mm. and louder and louder. And then, uh, about just just over a week later, uh, towards the end of January 1998, Clinton and Hillary they both spoke at a White House. Oh no, no, no. Hillary was just the next him, but Clinton spoke at a press conference at the White House. And mm. issued a denial, which is the famous "I did not have sexual relations with I that woman." I did not. Yeah. And what was his um? What was his eventual admission? His re- he said, "Oh, he said, well, because we never actually had sex." Uh, well, so that's what I meant. The yeah. actual the yeah. Um, later on, when he's actually, I don't know whether it's his impeachment trial or another mm. another interview, he very carefully tries to define what is means. Do you remember that? Right. Oh God, what is yes. Means? So it's sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, is it is like it's no longer happening, but may have done. Do you know what I mean? Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a minute. I'll see if I can find the. I'll see if I can find the quote. Very bizarre. Um, it's extremely weird. Uh, oh yeah, it was during the grand jury testimony. He argued it depends on what the meaning of the word is is. With regards to the truthfulness of the of the statement, there is not a sexual relationship, an improper sexual relationship, or any kind of improper relationship, which means that there was, but not anymore. So, like, he was like, "Can you imagine that being your defence in front of a jury?" Oh my god! Yeah, it's like <sighs> it's define, like uh, if your mum is. If- if your mum's like, I heard you tell your sister to fuck off. No, I didn't. I yeah. was saying. <sighs> And I was letting out my breath, and then I accidentally said "uck," and then I went "oof." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. what you, mum. I'm telling you, that's what you heard. I heard what you said. No, no I said "fuck," crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was always my go. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I wouldn't even get a chance to say to even explain myself. I would say the words and then. Get some the shoe, magnet. throwing the shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, to duck the shoe. Like, oh, yeah, no, I won't say it again. It's all right. It's, uh, <laughs> Fuck that. It's, uh, what? Yeah. What did you say? Nothing. I didn't. Uh, I said, thank you. May I have another? Um, <laughs> so he d- d- denied it categorically, which is why that, that quote became famous. Because it came to bite him. By changing him the, the dictionary act. definition of the word. No, I'm, I'm talking about the, I, ne- I did not have sexual relations with that one. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, like has become the the Clinton yes. quote, I think. Yeah. you remember yeah, anything else yeah. he said? With him saying it, like, yeah. directly to camera. Well, and also, to Mike Wallace at the 60 Minutes did, interview. Ah, yeah. it was Mike Wallace. Uh, then he did that stupid thing that a lot of them do sometimes, which is like, this is trivial and I have important work to do. I need to go back to work oh, for yeah. the American people. Thank you. Uh, I think you'll find that we're your boss because we elected you. You're, <laughs> yeah. You work for us. Paid for. But no, no, I've, I've got a lot of important work to do. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? Because we're in the early 90s. We're less than, you know, we're only sort of 15 years after. We're in the um, late 90s now. Late um, 90s. When, when it so happened, it's less, it was, But yeah. it's 20 years after the Carter administration. And he was, um, Jimmy Carter was so lovely. And he was asked... You know, it was you, as a president, you had to be so pure. So when he yes. was running, he went, I need to admit that 
there have been times where I have had lustful thoughts. Oh. <laughs> You're like, he no. like, and he said, look, I'm human enough to admit it. And people were like, well, good that he admitted it. It's like, yeah. what? So sometimes you saw a hot woman and went, hmm, like, don't worry about it, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally not. I'm always no, faithful no. to my wife, but oh, I have so is that why he's thoughts. known as the horny prez? <laughs> <laughs> A horny oh, little fella. Yeah, it was Mike Wallace on the 60 Minutes thing. You remember Mike Wallace from... Oh, did you guys have 60 Minutes over here? I know what 60 Minutes is. We know what I mean, it is, it's still on. we didn't really yeah. still exist. have, have it no. now. It's, uh, so, yeah, it's a magazine show, and mm. Mike Wallace was like the long-time interviewer, mm. and he interviewed Clinton. And I think Mike Wallace also got like... Uh, During the scandal, or... He interviewed him. Um, I think that's where that famous quote comes from. Is from that interview. Okay. Where he's, I, I'm ninety percent sure that's where that's from. Because right. I remember even seeing that which quote interview when I was a kid. The I did not have sex. No, that, that that quote comes oh. from a is presentation from he made testimony? at the White House. Yeah. Oh. It was, um, it was a little press. Uh, okay. Uh, press conference. That he did. Yeah. He's. So. Have you seen the? There's that wacky interview where it's damage limitation. Hillary did an interview with him. I was about to yeah. say that. Oh, Hillary, right, right. Not maybe not this one, but so mm. Hillary on t- on the NBC Today program, uh, she mm. said because she re- she supported him throughout the whole time. Yes, yes she right. said the great story here for anybody willing to find it and write about it and explain it is this vast right wing conspiracy that has been conspiring mm. against my husband since the day he announced for president. Now. Yeah, sure. The right probably wanted to bring Clinton down. But when yes. this story turned out to be true, that has just undermined what Hillary said there, mm. which means any time yeah. she tries to say that there's a right wing conspiracy, no one's going Everyone to goes, believe her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It, it sucks. I There's another universe where Hillary divorced Bill. Because uh, the other thing as well became is... Became president. I, yeah. that, I, I didn't... I mean, yeah, she was, I suppose, the best opponent against trump at the time yeah. but still well, not she was the better than candidate him. but yeah. the, the 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 thing about um hillary saying that is it's a very it's why left-wing politicians have to be careful do you remember us talking about this when we were hammered during your u.s election stream Suze? the left <laughs> not a bit it was nearly two years ago and i was uh, so drunk so politicians <laughs> on the left have to be way more careful than we do as normal people on the left yes because yeah. mm when you've got a politician on the left, if they say something like that, you better be able to prove it. Because, yeah. oh, look, right. do you know what I mean? That I think that set back the left. Or keep saying things like that, the right-wing boogeyman. Mm. If you can't mm-hmm. prove that that exists, or if you are then found to be defending a liar by saying it, that yeah, that's bad for the... For, for for people on the left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It sets it's... left-wing politics back an awful lot. But mm. conversely, and this is what we were talking about when we were hammered, not as much as when right-wing politicians or right-wing politics do the same thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Or they say there's a left-wing conspiracy that then is never borne out. It's fine. They can keep saying it and people will believe it. Yeah, because everyone yeah. thinks that they're crazy. Well, yeah, yeah and also yeah. like the same reason that um, uh, people can say that, there's, that, that for some reason the elite is left. Mm. which is painfully untrue it's, it's, but people keep it's so funny it. that that never stuck obviously that never stuck with me i'm like how what yeah. no but, <laughs> but they're never in fucking power so i don't know how they can be the fucking elite yeah. but it's really it's, it's really annoying when somebody says oh there's a right-wing boogeyman which to a degree we know mm. there is but like yeah 
don't do don't bring it don't wheel it out here Hillary yeah because that's it yeah they can pizza gate her as much as she like as much as they like but yeah. if she, but her saying that yeah like you say will always be um shot down yeah because yeah. of one thing from 25 years ago yeah um, didn't you say that when everyone was saying that your husband got his dick sucked by somebody and then he mm. did? It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ah, okay, I, I, right, okay I, fine. Yeah, fine. That one time, okay? <laughs> that she, one she's, time. she's kind of a victim in this as well, really. Oh, not, yeah. Not, obviously mm, not in the same course, way as Monica yeah. Lewinsky at all. But, like, fucking hell, what if it, how, again, what a humiliation to go through. think then as soon as this as soon as this broke mm. the conversation between bill and hillary was you did didn't you but we better yeah. weather this politically or well, I think, do you think I she think, found um, out as it went on i think she did fight because he really like convincing guy i'm sure you were right it, definitely that's where the quote came from was from that um, yeah talk that he did but i think he said it again and that's when i saw it is that yeah. he said it. he gets asked about it on tv and he mm. says it on tv say double well. down oh Ooh. yeah it's such a Ooh. But it wasn't until um, summer that year. So this all happened in January, and then it was only mm. in July uh, that Lewinsky received transactional immunity in exchange for grand jury mm. testimony. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like ongoing and floating immunity. around, and like, did he, didn't he, did they, maybe, oh, yeah. for half right. of the year. And it wasn't until halfway Jesus through ninety eight, uh, which is when she then turned over the dress. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, so the FBI uh, which, tested the dress. Yeah, it's so gross. And then it was obviously some his, old cum. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was his. It was it was Presges. It was obviously Presges. So um, yeah, <laughs> it glowed. It was yeah. so special. <laughs> hey, look! It's a star spangled. All right. Oh, <laughs> no, put the microscope right up close. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it plays hail to the chief. Wow, the sperm plays hail to the chief. Oh, oh, there's a really um, this is a really weird detail where this is so strange. So I think it's weird that they never had sex. They would meet up and have little trysts, but they wouldn't have sex. Um, she, Monica Lewinsky, would frequently blow him, and mm. he would go. He would like not come. He'd refuse, and she. She was like, oh, "No, I really want you to." Yeah. Um, it's a really weird detail, and then and it's like he gave in and and did a jizz, um, and then she used it against just, him. Yeah, that's women, and, and that was it, wasn't it? it was that devious. was the narrative. They're like, "Can't believe that she and oh, yeah, it's mad because there were so many." It's such a strange detail. Like, there's something so um, yeah. It's like he honestly believed it's not a proper affair. If I'm not. What if I'm not actually finishing mm. off? <laughs> yeah. Protected by the Constitution. Ah, Chris, did you have that joke book? <laughs> I think we should just make loads of we should make loads of jokes about Clinton because all the jokes were about Monica Lewinsky, and I think it's crazy. She yeah. has such good hair. <laughs> yeah, hair's she's incredible. Fine. She's got fantastic hair. She's got it's, hair goals. What's she's got amazing like... skin. 
Yeah, oh my God. Just, I can't even. Sometimes like... we've exchanged a few tweets, and every time I get a tweet from Monica Lewinsky, I'm like, oh my God, it's Monica Lewinsky. Oh, that's awesome. Holy shit. I like her. I think she's good. Do you reckon she'll listen Imagine to this episode be... then if you tweet it out? Imagine she's like, ugh, why is she talking about this? Sorry. <laughs> You betray- I'm. You're the new Linda Tripp. I'm like, oh shit, this backfired. <laughs> I hate Suze Kempner. Oh uh, yeah, I've just got one more thing I want to say. I hate Suze Kempner. Hate I'm it. like, ah, oh, you and Aww. most of Twitter. Um, I I did a TED talk in 2016, uh, and I talked I about Monica Lewinsky. Awesome. Yeah, it wasn't very good, but um, <laughs> I had to do a TED talk, and I had to. I did it about um, anonymous online trolls. Uh, and yeah. I talked about Monica Lewinsky and how, like, you can build a narrative of somebody that isn't true. And, uh, like, I made the point, like, she got, she she has shown herself to be very witty and intelligent and said maybe that's a reason she got a job as an intern in the White House in the first place. And I think it's mm. important to, I think it's important that that is known because the narrative, I keep saying it, but the narrative was she's so stupid. She's yeah. such an idiot. It's like, well, it's demonstrably untrue just in the position that she got herself in um, as part of this very popular administration. It's it's so mad because like that obviously came after the, it's like there was no real evidence of her being, of that narrative being true, right? Of her no. being dumb, that narrative. It was like... The, I'm sure there's some dumb fucks in the Trump administration internship because it would be hard. It'd be much easier to get on that. Like, I reckon. I reckon if when that was happening, we should have just gone for it. We probably would have got in. It would have been far less young people would be interested in being part of Trump's administration. It's not because we want to be part of it, but just like because it'd be like, oh, we could literally they'll they'll take fucking anyone. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so. That's that that bugs me. I I was listening to a, a thing about this. This about the Lewinsky Clinton uh, mm. thing, and uh, you know, like they were interviewing some women at the time who were like anti Monica Lewinsky, who were pro Clinton. It was like, mm. I can't believe they'd, and they're looking back on it going, I can't believe I thought that. Like, that's right. insane, right? Because the people every, were venomous, everyone got swept up in this mm-hmm. absolutely insane idea that, like, oh, this. This, as you said it, this this dumb, like seduced our president. Yeah. Whoa! How could he? How could she? And I just, I guess my point is that I'm like, as a child witnessing that, I'm like, I, I kind of got swept up in it, but not in a way that I understood it. In a way that I was that about I was to like, say the same thing. Like I was, I was, I was like, what? Early teens, very early teens as well. So it's yeah. like, as a. <laughs> it's a thick boy going through puberty. Yeah, you just yeah. believe what the news is telling you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. And you just. And, but this and was an like... interesting news story because it was to do with sex. So, do you know what I mean? It was. Mm, I yeah. would. I would like at that age just switch off on the news. But then this story was yeah. everywhere, and it was about a blowy. It was rude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have loved it if they went like, "Up oh, and looks like Clinton's in the hot water again." Another blowy. <laughs> like, uh, this just in: new reports of the president receiving a blowy. Right, it, it was apparently a blowy. <laughs> Mr. President, um, is it true that you received a? <clears throat> and I'm going to use the quote here. 
blowy. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the film? It's Demi Moore and Michael Douglas. It's called Disclosure. Disclosure. It's <gasps> fucking rubbish. It's held up as like one of is the main. Is it Paul Verhoeven or not? Don't think. I don't it's know. I don't think him. it is. If it is, then it's his worst. Oh no! Movie. Do you know what I'm thinking of? I think it's Michael Crichton. It is Michael Crichton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, wrote it. Yeah. So, wow. so Riding High off Jurassic Park, Michael Crichton had written Disclosure, which is basically yeah. a film that posits. So Demi Moore plays a, a, a sexy woman who works high up in a company, and she used to have a thing with Michael Douglas's character, who's a married man with kids, and he loves his wife, and she seduces him. It's almost like uh, attraction and basic instinct all over again. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, it's, a, it's a very Michael, Michael Douglas nineties. Michael film. Douglas is like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel, the, I feel the, very the much. The film like is he's weird. Trying. So Michael Douglas, he like she seduces him and he keeps saying no, please. She gives him a blowjob and he's like, oh, I'm getting a blowjob. Oh, okay, we'll have sex. And then he stops himself and goes, no, no, I can't. Um, and then, and that's the only sex scene in the film. There's not even any nudity, but that's it. And it's it's really like. But you remember really it was marketed too. with and like her. her yeah, it's meant to be like it's meant to be like yeah. the hottest, raunchiest thriller, yeah. film. It's got that one yes. bit, and then the rest of it is basically like um, five days spent uh, in mediation about it within the office. <laughs> it's such a boring movie. But there's a bit where, and she makes out like that he sexually assaulted her to, in order to yeah. get him fired. Um, and the film basically posits, like, be careful of women. They lie and they're bitches. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's terrible. It's such a misogynist film. Um, but there's a bit where uh, the, the whoever it is, the legal representative for Denny, Demi Moore goes, it says here that you apparently got a, a boner. <laughs> he looks down at his notes and says that. <laughs> <laughs> a boner it's very funny and it, she goes she she says oh he said his wife had got very plain and, and overweight and unattractive after the birth of their children and he's like I did say that yes and his wife is there and she's like a gorgeous lovely looking woman she's very upset by it and it is what he goes to his wife look it was just a blowjob who cares what? <laughs> I said no he keeps going I was saying no I, know, I mean disclosure sounds though. like oh disclosure yeah. is mad and then the ending of it is like set in virtual reality it's, it is wacky this movie I mean this movie sounds insane <laughs> I did a whole Twitter thread about it we can uh... a computer specialist is sued for sexual harassment by a former lover turned boss who initiated the act forcefully uh, okay yeah 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 6.1 yeah. on the old IMDB so it's it's unbelievably bad like it's such a bad movie and it's not it's got nothing it's not got anything sexy in it the script is bad but Michael Crichton had just written Jurassic Park uh, oh. which was the biggest hit of all time anywhere ever massive thing ever and uh, so they, he was like now I want to make my movie about how women are bitches <laughs> he wrote that and then they went cool have you got a second Jurassic Park and he went yep Sure, sure <laughs> so I do. So Hang on, I'm just going to get it. And he's at his computer going, oh, God, fucking hell, yeah. I'm just coming, I'm just looking for it. Because they based he the wrote, last world off it. But I think they came yeah, out but at he the same wrote time, it, didn't they? He wrote it between the, the between after the first Jurassic Park came out mm. and before the first, like, that's when he wrote it. He wrote it, like, So really six, fast. Because yeah. Lost World is, what, 96? Seven. Yeah. 97. So, so he wrote it in like he, he a probably year. 
shat it out in three months. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. And so I feel like Disclosure is absolutely this. Where he's like, no, I, although I feel like Disclosure... Yeah, disclosure is like, probably already existed. And it's probably... Yeah, yeah, he had that in a drawer. That's probably his baby. Like, it's like how I always say, like, yeah. Barry Levinson, he, he did... Barry Levinson's amazing. And in his whole career, he had one film he wanted to make. And finally, he got to make it. And that film was Toys. <laughs> it was his dream to make toys. Look well, at gonna, I think I should. I think I should revisit <laughs> toys. Toys is no. Do you know what? When it's I found what? that out, I went. I'm going to watch toys again. It's shit. It's fucking crap. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like surreal and weird so though, isn't it? Because Michael Gambon is the the general, the villain, right? It takes mm. over the toy factory. Yeah. And then he sort of like toys is um, weird. Watch it, and they and, shrink and, a room, and, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And there's that running oh, gag of LL Cool J always being in camouflage and just showing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my but God. But if, if we re-watch Toys at any point, watch it and just ask yourself, so every bad. five minutes, ask yourself, who is this film for? <laughs> because you won't know. <laughs> Joan Cusack's a robot like... as well, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, because at the end... She... She gets Jesus all battered Christ. up as a robot, and they're like, "Is she back to normal?" And she gets out of a car, sees a field, and goes, "So this is Paris." Just remember <laughs> oh that really my well. God. There's a sex scene with Robin Williams. I don't need to see that. Do you know what no. film I could also do without? Is it Sorry, Robin I love Wright? Robin Williams. Is it? Yeah, Robin Wright Penn. Yeah. Oh, she um, the... I love Robin Williams, obviously, in R.I.P. But fucking Bicentennial Man's a fucking piece of shit. That film is fucking. I garbage. hate Bicentennial Man. That film is awful. Haven't oh. seen it. I really, really don't like that film. Chris, I think you should watch Bicentennial Man and just ask oh, yourself every five minutes, who is this so for? Shit. It's I'm going to do so my shit. who is this for marathon. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, maybe Toys. we should put, <laughs> We should put out a list. We should go. Out, who is this because for? Disclosure is meant to be for. Who's not disclosure horn, for? Yeah, it's not sexy. Horny, it's not. horny erotic thriller fans. Mm. Sorry, where did we get to? Uh, she oh, had to uh, bring the, the dress uh, the, into the grand the... jury. She handed the dress over, yeah. um, which proved categorically that Clinton's denials were bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then he admitted in August, the following month, in taped grand jury testimony, that he had engaged in an improper physical relationship. Then he gave a nationally televised statement admitting that his relationship with Williamski was not appropriate. Mm. I'm not sure, and, then... and I might have to look into it. Did he? Refer back to any of his previous denials, because I'm not. I'm not sure actually. That's I don't know because it's sort of like, ah, but you said in no yeah. uncertain terms that you didn't do this, mm-hmm. and so isn't um, that perjury potentially? I don't know. Which leads not... us on to perjury. So, in his deposition for the Jones lawsuit, Clinton denied having sexual relations with Lewinsky based on the evidence, the dress uh, that was proved mm. false, and therefore perjurious. Yeah. Oh. Perjurious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. <laughs> that was oh, good. oh, perjurious. There's a oh dear. Um, yeah, why not? No, maybe not. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what is it, Chris? No, just the um, uh, what what was said during the deposition. So he was asked, "Have you ever had sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky?" Mm. As that term is defined mm. in Deposition Exhibit One, the judge ordered that Clinton be given an opportunity to review the agreed definition afterwards based on that definition he answered i never had sexual relations with monica lewinsky mm. he then mm. said i thought the definition included any activity by him where he was the actor and came in contact with those parts of the body which had been well he listed, did he did uh, jesus christ with an intent to gratify or arouse the sexual desire of any other person in other words clinton denied that he had ever done anything to lewinsky i love that 
and effectively claimed that the agreed-upon definition of sexual relations included giving oral sex but not receiving it. So this is what I mean about how he was very careful That's with it. So his... bizarre. It's that very is... it's very funny as well because he's like, it makes me look better if I said that I did nothing and just got a bunch of beeges. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking insane. It's like that doesn't make you look good. It would I'd be I'd have more yeah. respect for you if you were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I went down a bunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, two and he months, was lying about that. <laughs> 2 months after yeah. the Senate failed to convict him, he was held in civil contempt of court for giving misleading testimony. Uh he was fined $90,000 and he declined to appeal that ruling citing financial problems. <laughs> but still maintain that his testimony complied it's, with, right, with the, the earlier definition uh, of sexual relations. And then in 2001, because he was a lawyer, right? Yeah. Yes. So in 2001, his yeah. license to practice law was suspended in Arkansas for five years. Is that it? Mr. President, you have to pay some money. Oh, uh, yeah. we, does the white water money make, hasn't come in yet? I can't uh, make any money in. because I, I'm suspended from practicing law. R- practicing law. <laughs> You're a fucking lawyer? <laughs> oh. It depends what your definition of the word R is. Oh, is. <laughs> What's you your definition what of the word is? lawyer? <laughs> um, uh, in December 98, that's uh, obviously his party was the, were the Democrats and they were in the minority in both chambers of Congress. Uh, mm. Uh, and obviously, some even some Democrats uh, agreed with the Republican Party that his false testimony, and apparently he influenced Lewinsky's own testimony, they were mm-hmm. obstruction of justice and perjury and therefore impeachable. So uh, they, uh, after a delay due to a brief bombing campaign in Iraq, the House of oh, Representatives God. voted to issue two oh, yeah. articles of impeachment against him, which was followed by a 21-day trial in the Senate. Mm. He was acquitted on both counts. Oh. Because neither of them received the two thirds majority vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. hmm. That oh, is God. Uh, and then there's the because he was coming to the end of his second term by this point. Mm. Yeah, I bet oh, he was. God, it really bloody. <laughs> it really dragged on, didn't it? The effect that it might have had on the 2000 election. Now, it was his second term. He wouldn't be able to run again. But yeah. did it mm-hmm. harm the Democrats or whatever? Because Al Gore. Seemed to suggest that it did. <laughs> uh, mm. Right. Clinton also himself suggested that because he wasn't allowed to campaign for Gore in Arkansas and New Hampshire, that that might have, if he'd been allowed to do that, it might mm. have got Gore the electoral votes to stop the it was very Florida close. recount controversy. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. It was incredibly close, wasn't it? Bloody hell. But oh, didn't you God. say, Suze, that... Uh, his approval ratings went up. Well, yes, his appro- Clinton's approval ratings went up. I think uh, there was a, a sort of, in a very different but also similar way, um, the whole Roe v. Wade thing has galvanised Democratic voters in a way that they haven't really had before. The right wing in America, well, and probably everywhere, has, has very often had this single-issue thing to crowd around. So getting abortion banned the right has been able to galvanise around that and, and mm. stir up voters to come out and vote for the right because we'll ban abortion. So this uh, new Roe v. Wade ruling from the Supreme Court has meant that the left finally have something to galvanise around, which yeah. m- may very negatively affect the midterms for the Republicans. Good, because the midterms were not looking good for the Democrats uh, and now they're looking a lot better. So I wonder if Clinton being dragged through the mud over something that has fuck all to do with politics, basically, um, 
galvanise left wing voters. Um, and that's possibly. why his and that's why his approval, approval ratings went up because a lot of people were like, "It's none of our business." Hillary Clinton very famously gave an interview saying, "Like, I'm standing by him because I love him." Yeah. Not she said, "I'm not some Tammy Wynette little woman." quietly standing by her man i'm i stand by this man because i love him and i believe in him yeah um and you're like and Divor- so, and how so- about divorce him oh god hillary yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. better so i i wonder if there are a lot of women who were like yeah but there were also a lot of women who hated hillary for that they were like yeah. fuck you stupid weak woman Oh, it sucks. The only work person who came out of it, like, absolutely fine was basically Bill Clinton. <laughs> it's, uh, that's what's so fucking depressing. Is the guy like, who was the married president who yeah, went, yeah, I'll uh, get a blowjob of a 22-year-old who works. Yeah, in, like, exactly. Like, yeah. Who completely ruined, at the time, her life. Mm. She she was <laughs> asked, like, are you still in love with him? And she said, uh, "I he's not the man I thought he was because he never came to, he never stood up for me. Yeah. In all this, he always, he just brushed it to the side. And, um. I can sort. I I see why he did because he was trying to save his own skin. But yeah, what mm. a coward! Like, yeah, yeah. Just... So yeah, so, and and Monica Lewinsky seems all right now. She she ended up going to the London School of Economics. Did she? Yeah, yeah. She. I'm gonna find out exactly what she did. Um. So she's I... a very qualified woman. Uh... Social psychology. She studied oh. in two thousand and. Five. In 2006, she graduated with an MSc. Her thesis was titled In Search of the Impartial Juror, an Exploration of the Third-Person Effect and Pre-Trial Publicity. I bet that is a very interesting read. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she has a master's from the London School of Economics. What a dumb slut! <laughs> right. Oh That's reminded me of, there was another famous person who went to like a London school. It was Antonio Banderas went to the London Fashion School mm. for some random reason. And I just can imagine the first day in class, everyone's like, okay, so are there any questions? Apart from the fact that Antonio Banderas Why is Antonio is Banderas here? No. I'm going to look this up. What was he doing there? That's very... Because I always, I, always, I always love it when I see uh, like a, a, a big famous A-list Hollywood star for like six months of their childhood lived in Hampshire or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it just says in August 2015, Banderas enrolled in a fashion design course at Central St. Martins. Oh. Yeah. So it's like seven years ago. As of 2016, Banderas resides in Cobham. That's really near me. Yeah. That's mad. I could go and hang out with him whenever I like. <laughs> I mean, if he'd let you, yeah, but... He would. <laughs> He's a great guy. He'd be, I'd be like, hello, mate. He'd go... Oh, hello, Sus. On this night of a thousand stars. <laughs> That's from Evita. It's not the song he sang. No. Well, he'd <laughs> Jimmy, sing it anyway. Jimmy, Jimmy Nail sang that song in the film of Evita. <laughs> Isn't it weird that he's in that? Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. Whoa! Amazing. So, um, is there even a way we could spin this as a mystery? I suppose. As a mystery. I think, I I think mystery this is of... one of those examples of us doing, it's not, a mystery mystery it's just something that people don't always have all the context and hope yeah and also did a little bit more yeah, yeah you're right an yeah. important chunk of 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 this journey that we're taking mm. 
um, well like an important uh yeah well a- a- allow me then to maybe give another reason why we've done it because it could possibly lead into the next episode which is a big <gasps> oh stay tuned next week for Tales of the Unexpected. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so buckle up, because who thought that there was a link uh, here? So on August the 20th, 1998, which is three days after Clinton testified on the scandal, Mm -hmm. Operation Infinite Reach launched missiles against Al-Qaeda bases in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Oh. And Sudan, in retaliation for embassy bombings of 1998. Some countries and media outlets, protesters and Republicans accused Clinton of ordering these attacks as a diversion, right? And the attacks also drew parallels to... uh, The movie that had just come out then was called Wag the Dog. Oh, that's another Barry Levinson movie. Which features... Yeah, which features a fictional president faking a war in Albania to distract attention from a sex scandal, okay? So administration officials denied any connection between the missile strikes and the Lewinsky scandal, Mm. right? And the missile strikes, they also caused anti-Semitic reports and fabrications to spread in the Middle East that Lewinsky was in fact a Jewish agent sent to influence Clinton against aiding Palestine. Oh my God. God. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. But this conspiracy theory would influence somebody who believed in it enough and that name was uh, Mohammed Atta who was the ringleader of the (gasps) 9-11 attacks. Yes! Wow. Oh my God. Oh my goodness! Tales of the unexpected. Yeah, so, damn right. Jesus. Why are they doing? Why are they doing the the, the Clinton Lewinsky scandal? What's that got to do with geopolitics? Maybe it led to nine eleven. Holy oh, shit. fuck! Oh oh shit! <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> or was one of the factors that did? I'm not saying it single handedly. I'm not saying Mohammed Atta was like this bitch. Coming to influence Clinton against helping Palestine, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bomb the World Trade Center. I'm not saying that happened, but that, if, no, it's... if uh, Mohammed Atta subscribed to that conspiracy theory, you can guarantee that it was part of the reason why. Uh, yeah, part of his motivation to yeah. do it. Yeah, right. right. That's nuts. That's nuts. Oh my god. So wow. when we started this, who would have thought it would have had a link to exactly right? Oh, nine oh, eleven. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Next week, listeners, come back where we will be taking a light-hearted look. <laughs> at, at the, I, I, think, I, I think we can safely call this the big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't yeah. wait to do our 9-11 episode because... Suze has I been clamouring to do the 9-11 episode since we began this podcast. Since we yeah, began this Yeah, I've show. been wanting to do it. And if you think that what that means is I'm going to give you a whole bunch of conspiracy theories that I can prove are true... You're wrong. Yeah, think again. <laughs> I'm a debunking bitch, baby. I think Suze yeah. has been like angling for us to do conspiracy theories on this podcast since we began so that we could do 9-11. I think. Yes. Basically, what's going to happen wanted. now, listeners, is that we'll do the 9-11. Suze will be like, done now, and leave the show. Leave. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. So, Suze returned to her home planet. Yeah, they just see me go like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've drunk some tequila. It was so nice. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for that, Chris. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. You know where to find us. We're on. Here, Twitter. we're here. 
we're here. We're right, right here. here. You're listening to us right now. If you'd like to um, see us, and if you're wondering what we're wearing, it's pretty fucking sexy. You can uh, <laughs> go to our Patreon. If you join the Patreon, we have video of every episode. You can watch every. You can watch and listen at the same time, and it's extended. Patreon.com/slash Mystery on the Rocks. You also get merch if you join at the top tier. My hoodie arrived the other day. It's fucking fantastic. Um, they are comfy, so aren't that's they? all good. I wear mine really sometimes. nice. It's nice. I, wear I wore mine, it and it was toasty. Like, yeah, I wear mine unironically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't wear it for promotional purposes because why the no. fuck would I walk around? No one's going to be like when I'm walking the dogs. Hey, what's that on your? Oh my god, what's that? <laughs> yeah, anyone would just hoodie. assume it's some band. Yeah, but it's um, comfortable to wear around the house. I first oh, saw good. one when uh, our, one of our listeners, Adrian, shout out Adrian, was wearing one at a show I was at. And I saw it. I was like, hey, a Mystery on the Rocks hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the first time I'd seen one. Uh, so, yeah, you can get though, you get, you get a hoodie, a T-shirt, a mug and a poster if you join at the top tier. Uh, you get new content that you can't get anywhere else. Um, so that's cool. We're on Twitter, twitter.com slash mystery on the rocks, but rocks is spelled with an X because X going to give it to you. And you same on Instagram. Email us, mystery on the rocks, spelled CKS, at gmail.com. Love to hear from you, maybe. Uh, yeah. We had a couple of emails. So before we, before we finish up, I did promise I would read up why we had a hiatus. And so we've got, uh, this one comes from Ben Redpath, who says, my guess for the hiatus reason is that Chris or Suze finally did an impression of Masood's mum. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good, a good answer. That is a, a good very theory. good reason. Good theory. Very good theory. Uh, we did very get another theory. one. We did get another one from Ding. As for what happened in the show's unexpected break, it's obvious it was a drinking game gone wrong. Ah, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. A good, I, uh, another break, guess. Uh, but break. also, yeah. this is a lengthy uh, rebuttal uh, correcting us on something. Oh, right. yes. On uh, our uh, Sir, Sir, Sir Topham Hat. Yeah. Which yeah. I actually found out is that's what they just call him in the US. And so what happened was I had been seeing episodes that have just been shown in the US and then ah. brought here. Uh, and so I that's why I'm like, oh, I guess they, that's what they call them now. Also, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's we can let go of the fat controller well, as a name. That's not a great yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So basically, <laughs> uh, uh, just wanted to drop a line and be really nerdy at you. In the last episode, Masood mentioned that the fat controller had his name changed to Satopham Hat in later episodes. That's not at all true though it's often used as an example of PC gone mad. We first meet him in the third ever episode of Thomas the Tank Engine, the one where Henry gets blocked up in a tunnel for refusing to come out. He's introduced yeah, as Sir yeah. Topham Hat, who runs the railway, although everyone knows him as the Fat Controller. His name has never been changed, although as the series goes on, the name Fat Controller does get used less and less. So it's in the States, they just straight out call him Sir Topham Hat, um, whereas over here, I guess they use it less and less. But also, that's a deep, Thomas the Tank Engine knowledge of the third yeah, of the drop third it, episode. Drop it uh, shall we? Uh, shall we? Uh, Let's wrap up. Shall yeah. we make a move? Thanks, everybody. <gasps> See you next week. <gasps> I can finally open these Doritos. <laughs> <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 